1: All right, we have one more topic to discuss, um, and that is the return or the announced return of Xavier Watts, the Bronco Nagurski Award winner, best player. Defending. Unanimous
2: All-American.
1: Unanimous All-American has decided he's not done yet at the University of Notre Dame. He's coming back for another year. I mean, how could you not be excited? Like, we, we kind of knew this was probably coming, but at the same time, it's great to get that final, you know, just that that push across that says, yes, he's coming back. They did it in a really cool fashion with with fighting Irish media and really played off the Sun Bowl and, and all of that. And then you got to see his highlights, and it's just like, okay, let's go. Like this, oh, <laughs> you want to talk about the the final piece of a potentially dominating defense in 24? Just got that. From uh, Xavier Watts and the fact that he's coming back. I'm so excited right now.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast.
2: Well, if you want some context, please, I always do. Notre Dame has had a lot of consensus All-Americans over the years, including Kyle Hamilton not that long ago. But here's the list of the unanimous All-Americans they've had in the last 10 plus years. Save Watts. Uh, we go. Joe Walt. Jeremiah Wusukor Moa. Quentin Nelson. Manti Teo, Golden Tate, Shane Walton, Aaron Taylor, (laughs) Krizorich, Michael Stonebreaker, Rocket Ismail, Todd Light, Tim Brown. 1987 on, that's it. Unanimous All-Americans.
1: That's kind of a who's who of uh, Notre Dame football lore, by the way. You know what
2: you, you don't hear in there? And you won't hear going all the way back because they've had 39. You know what you won't hear on any of those? No safeties.
1: Oh, wow. He's the only ne- safety. Never
2: had a safety be a unanimous All-American. Wow. He's the first one. Now, again, part of I mean, the, the game has changed. I don't know that they necessarily had safeties back in the 20s okay. and the 30s and 40s, right? Fair enough. But, um, yes, because the other one's Shane Walton, Todd Light were other one, right? Those were corners. They were corners. First unanimous All-American safety in Notre Dame history. When you've done something that's never been done at Notre Dame.
1: That's saying something. Holy yeah. cow. It's <laughs> just in the
2: last 10, 10, 12 years, they've had Harrison Smith. They had Kyle Hamilton. They had Alohi Gilman. It's impressive.
1: Yeah, it is. Oh, my gosh. that I, I honestly didn't know that that's actually some good information. I did not know uh, coming out of this. but That's why well, I
2: pay me the big bucks, Vince.
1: <laughs> that's why I pay me. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's, that might be the best thing he said all day
2: um that was really yeah, funny to make that comment vince that was great <laughs> that was really funny
1: to me i don't know why but it was really funny to me that was great um no but i when i saw when i saw the video uh which by the way was so great like that video was awesome he gets out the the treasure map and it's got a big x on it and the whole thing and um you know he's, he's got unfinished business and and all of this and it's like you know, there's plenty of people out there be like, "What unfinished business do you have?" Right like, on the football right. field, like, "What you're the best defensive player in the country."
2: Says you're everyone that doesn't team. know Xavier, exactly.
1: 100 percent agreed. Like, which is even better. Which it's is one of those. Even tell
2: me, you don't know anything about Xavier Watts right. without telling me I know nothing about Xavier Watts, right? Correct. Because correct. That's just not what fuels him. Yeah. The individual stuff is not what fuels him. I mean, I talked to somebody close to him when, it, when this process first began. And this person I was talking to was kind of thinking he wanted him to leave. And he said he's talking to Xavier and Xavier goes, I understand the desire to get in the NFL and get to your second contract. And I'm I, I'm sympathetic to all that. He goes, but when I go, I mm-hmm. want to be as ready as I possibly can be. So that when I do get to that second contract, I'm a better player to maximize the vet. So he's talking about what's better to get to your second contract quicker or to get to your second contract as the better up player. And he understood financially, practically in every way that I can be better. I will be better. I want to be better on top of the fact that there's an attraction of getting his masters. There's the attraction of going out and playing for a championship. That's the other thing. And kind of finishing well into your point, Vince on the field. And, and I've made this point too. look, guys, let's not forget. Todd light was a, was a unanimous all American in 2000 or 1989. Right. And, uh, you know, he, he did that in a year where he had eight interceptions. He was brilliant that year, but the next year, he only had two interceptions because people didn't throw at him, but he was still sure. a consensus all American and went on to be the number five draft pick in the NFL. So it's not like his game took a step back, even though he wasn't a cons- unanimous All-American like he was in 1989. He was still a great player, and he was still a high draft pick. And so there's still a lot for Xavier to to improve upon with his game. There's still a lot of areas where he can improve his game. Is it improving by astronomical weight? No. And I actually thought he kind of showed a little bit of that against Oregon State fans because he was under control, was, took good angles yeah. with football. There's, yeah. You know, and and if you anyone that knows Xavier is going to probably I'll be willing to bet you 20 bucks that when Xavier spends time thinking about 2023, he's not going to think about the USC picks, the fumble return for a touchdown. He's not going to be thinking about the pick against NC State, the two picks against Pitt. He's going to be thinking about that missed tackle against Ohio State on the touchdown run. He's going to be thinking about that one time against Clemson. He did not the not the pick he had. We ran the ball back to the two and set the offense up. He's going to be thinking that that one time I didn't properly drive on the route and let that guy catch that ball in front of me. That one time I didn't take the right angle to this route. That's that's how that's the kind of football player Xavier Watts is. Right? Is is that just I want to be the greatest, and mm-hmm. I want and I, because I I know my team needs me to be that for us to go out there and achieve what we what we want to achieve. And getting him back is huge, Vince, just practically speaking, because if you lose yeah. him, your secondary looks really shaky next year. Oh, yeah, in because the back you got
1: two brand-new safeties is what you're right. going to have. Right,
2: and, and, and no, none of them will have played much football right. at all, and you'd have been forced to go to the portal, forced to go to the portal. Now, part of the reason that Notre Dame didn't go look hard at the portal is because they've known Xavier's sure. coming back for a few couple weeks now. We've been hinting about it as best we can without giving the kids' moment away, but – you know barring things changing that kind of thing but they've known now for a couple of weeks that he's come that he's you know coming back which is why they did the thing down in Texas with him right. doing the video down in Texas before the game um uh, you know creating that video to of him coming back so that's partly why they you haven't heard a lot of safeties mentioned in the portal and so i think they're going right. to see how the spring goes and then maybe go into the portal after the spring if they need another one but I, I'm really curious to kind of see what they do to fill out that depth chart. But th- you're going to see him and a Don Schuller next year, I I think, side by side. As long as Ben Minnick can stay healthy, he'll have a chance to be part of that rotation. They love Ben Minnick as well. He's so oh, yeah. athletic. He just – he has to stay healthy. Yeah. Like, that's the big thing for Ben. He got hurt in the spring. He was banged up in fall camp this year. But when he's healthy, man, the thing that people tell you is that kid can flat out run, man. Like, the people I talk to around Notre Dame, like, that kid is instinctive. Because, like, we think of Ben Minnick, and let's be honest, because of the way he looks, there's going to be the – he's a heady, and he's smart, and he's, you know, he's just a good – yeah, that may be true, but that kid can freaking run. Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, those two kids are going are gonna to be players. If Luke Talich comes back healthy, which they're hoping he will, he's a guy that they like as well. They, you know, but there's going to have to be some thought process to – you know, do you convince Clarence Lewis to come back and move him to safety to get some depth there? I mean, that's something I would do because we saw in the game on Saturday again, Friday again, like Clarence Lewis just can't cover like you need a cornerback to cover. Yeah. Just, just can't. But you put him at safety and all of a sudden his skill set, to me, gets maximized on the kind of player he could be. But you you lose Xavier Watts and all of a sudden the back end of your defense looks really questionable for next season. Really questionable.
1: Right. And you've got, you know, obviously an influx of freshmen coming in, but do you really want to hang your hat on what could be a top five defense next year on true freshmen? I mean, that, that's a lot to put on the shoulders of a true freshman, right? So especially if, one
2: like Bronte Johnson, who's undersized and is going to right. probably need some time in the weight room and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know that Kennedy Urlacher, or Tabor have Benny power guys that you necessarily want to have to put right. on the field as freshmen. Now, if somebody earns it, great. Yeah, right. To your point, Vince, you're not talking about earning it. You're talking about somebody would have had to play.
1: Correct. You have to, like it. it, Like remember the defensive line three, four years ago, where they had to play these true freshmen.
2: Right, Kurt Heinrich and Myron Sungaloa. Right, maybe they would have earned it anyway, but correct, they had to play no matter what. They had right.
1: Now they're getting to the point in a lot of different positions where if you're good, you're going to play, but it's not a playing out of need situation and they don't want to put themselves into that position at the safety position either. So that that's kind of where they're at with things. And a lot is going to have to go right for them not to have to go to the portal. I think Xavier Watts coming back is one of those things. And then the injury bug would be, would be the next Mm -hmm. set of
2: things. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Right. So big news for the NM defense. And now you've got impact players up front. You've got impact player on the outside. Impact player in the back third. You don't have an impact player at linebacker right now, but you've got potential to have impact linebackers at linebacker. Yeah. Players at linebacker, whether it's Drake Bowen, Jalen Sneed, Jack Kaiser in certain roles. Like I said, like there's this thing with Jack Kaiser. It's kind of like somebody on the board is like, I don't want him to play. You will come back. And I'm like, I I, I kind of understand where he's coming from. His fears. My fear, and I kind of hint about this. Like my my fear with Jack coming back is that Golden's gonna just kind of turn him into something that he's not which is a sure full, a full-time 50 plus per game inside linebacker and that's not jack's game it's put him there at times but move him around let him attack you know use his speed not not try to turn him into a full-time inside linebacker as long as they avoid that there's a ton of value to a guy like jack larson oh my jack are coming yes. back as long as you use him correctly you know, But now it's about, okay, and, and it's great to have a leader in the room to help out bring along Jalen Need and Drake Bowen and Kingston, Billy Amaasa and Jaden Allsbury and those guys, Preston Zinner. So there, there's going to be some talent there. Uh, you just need to see who's going to step up and be that guy. But Xavier coming back was that final offseason piece to this Notre Dame defense yeah. really taking a jump next Absolutely. year and, and being even more dynamic than it was this year. Because I think Benjamin Morrison next year is going to be insane. Because I, I don't know may, maybe it's just me but I'll bet you he's a I don't know disappointed or realizing how you know, his game could can get a lot better which is kind of scary because he was still really good this year it just maybe wasn't as good as he should have been this season you know so man I just I, you start thinking about this secondary events with Christian Gray and Jaden Mickey and you know obviously we already talked about Benjamin and and the young talent at safety Schuler and Minnick if they can just get those young kids ready to play now with a Xavier coming back, you've got a chance to be, I'll say this. You're going to be more athletic in the secondary next year with a Don. And if, if it's a Don and Ben with all due respect to DJ Brown and Ramon Henderson, it's going to be more athletic and a faster group. That's for sure. Oh yeah, sure. No doubt. No doubt. It's exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. So, Brian,
1: we got a few super chats that we need yeah. to get to. Let's do it, man. Yeah. Uh, my man,
2: on. Tommy D. What's up, buddy?
1: Nice. Good time, Tommy real estate team. Thank you so, so much for Tommy,
2: the Tommy. If you're yeah. in the Nashville area, definitely look up Tommy Davidson. You're definitely wanna. Yeah. All right. Because that's actually that he's mind. got a he's got a great real estate team down there. There's no nice. doubt about it.
1: That's awesome. It's I believe he's in Nashville.
2: New- I'm actually gonna text him right now.
1: <laughs> it says, Happy New Year. Thanks for giving us the best indie football content. Tommy, you're welcome.
2: Yeah, I appreciate you, man. Tommy is awesome, I've man. known Tommy since I mean, I really got on the beat. I really got on the beat. He actually took me out to dinner when uh went down for the Music City Bowl. Oh, okay. He took me out to dinner, showed okay. me, showed me the city of Nashville a little bit. So my my little tour of Nashville is because my guy Tommy. Yep. So I appreciate you, buddy. Very, very much.
1: Jim Halloran, thank you very much for the super chat. Really appreciate it. Happy New Year and happy belated birthday, Vince. You demand, Jim. Thank you very much. So, Tommy's much. in
2: the Nashville-Murfreesboro area. So, okay. that's where Tommy is. So, if you're looking right. to buy a house, hit up my guy. He says, Thank uh, you, thanks Jim. for
1: all you do. Go Irish. Thanks,
2: Jim. Jim, appreciate you, man. And happy belated birthday to Vince. I didn't get to wish him a happy birthday on the day of the game on the show. Right. Um, but because of that, I am going to implement a no singing policy for my staff.
1: Because <laughs> so that was horrible.
2: That was horrible. Um uh i was like oh. what is this um <laughs> there were dogs in el paso howling around the sh- around the hotel because they could hear that stuff that was so terrible uh but yes happy belated birthday! oh it's god. funny though you're still not in the way. fours yet right you got one year away or oh god i wish i'm 43 really yeah i could have swore i thought you're 38 i'll you're take eight- it Oh well, I'll I met it. one of our um, subscribers was at the show, or at the pot, at the show. By the way, that was such a great time, man. At the, it looked the like I saw the it, picture it, you it posted. So much fun, yeah. I was only going to be there for like a couple hours because I wasn't. I was just really tired. Yeah, and I was there for like five and a half out, five, five hours, almost five hours. Oh, so much wow. fun. Um, but one of the guys showed up. Mel, this guy Melvin showed up with his uh, his girlfriend. They're very sweet people. But I was talking to Ed Melvin, and we were kind of talking about style and stuff. And I was like, well. You know, i'm a little older than you and he goes no you're not and i said well how old are you thinking he was gonna say like he was thinking i'm like in my 30s because i get that sometimes and he's like i'm 51 and i was like what <laughs> like dude you've aged very well your, your parents <laughs> gave you some good genes man like a fine uh, line yes yes i was like get out of here that's how vince <laughs> is vince. you look a lot younger than you are i'll take it so i'll take it yeah but me. appreciate you jim very much buddy
0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: All right. Uh, T, Todd Bramy. Todd, yeah. Yeah, yeah Todd Bramy 4. Thanks for the super chat. Really appreciate it. One thing we know is this staff under Freeman can make a great game plan. Next step is adjusting on the fly without going in the locker room.
2: Offensively, sure. Yeah, I mean there's still there's a need to be able to do a little better ju- adjust job adjusting on the flying game, certainly.
1: Charlie Weiss's last belt loop. Thanks, Charlie, for the super chat. Freeman era is special. Gator Bowl, Sun Bowl, Natty. Features bright.
2: Yeah, it really, it really. Bright. Yeah, it really is, man. I'm excited about it. I mean, look, even after the struggles, I still said I think this team wins a title in the next three or five years. I do because there's just I said it, the thing the other day, there's just so much talent in the younger classes. And we saw a little bit of it in the game. I mean, they didn't even play great, honestly. Right, right. Like, I, this wasn't like, there was nobody that had like that, oh my gosh, that all world, holy moly, what a game performance. I mean, Jadarian was good, Faison was good, but there, you know what I mean? Like, there was nobody mm-hmm. that was just like, oh my gosh, yeah. took the, it just was everybody was, was just top way to it was just way better and they were yeah. just way better than all the kids Oregon they've had yeah and you're just like good night <laughs> like Ooh. it was
1: so much fun to watch yes it
2: was yeah. yes it was i'm excited about the future holds and again you know look i i, I I'm, I'm much higher on jared parker than others i've i've thought he did a lot of good things this year you don't set the record scoring record they did nine games of 40 points or more. The next closest ever was six. Right. Right. Even if you take away all the defensive and it was still six. And if you take those away from all the other teams, it's still the record. You don't score 39 points a game, 39.2 points a game in spite of your OC. Right. There's some moments this year where the offensive coordinator didn't need to do. That's fine. It's been true for a long time, but the reality is even, even me who was much higher on Jared Parker than others, you still got a big upgrade in Mike Denbrock. Oh my gosh, yeah. And yeah. and so there's a lot to be excited about if they can convince Al Golden to stay, and if they can, if they can just, if I'm Marcus Freeman, I'm gonna say, guys, I, I unless you're getting a head coaching job, give me one more year together. Yeah, because we can be special if you guys, just this next year's team can be special. So if you can keep Mickens and keep Deke, Coach McCullough and the guys that you want to keep, you know what I mean. Um, and I think that's kind of everybody that's still there. That wasn't like a, that wasn't like a backhanded like I'm. Except for that one guy that I'm hoping he fires. That that's already happened. He's yeah. already done that. It's already done. You know? Yeah. <laughs> done deal. His replacement already did a great job in game one. Absolutely did. So it's it's exciting, man.
1: It really is exciting. Iden Benami, thank you very much for the super chat. Can you imagine a player picking up Brian Kelly after a touchdown?
2: I think we've seen that before. I mean, I, sure. I, I get where he's coming from, but look. There were guys that like Brian Kelly, and, and even even if you don't like him, you're in the middle of a game and you're winning. You're you're gonna be fired up about that. Sure. But but I, I get the point, but there's definitely a more of a connection with Coach Freeman. Well,
1: than, he's more of a player's coach right. than BK was. I mean, we, we can appreciate right. that. I mean that just is that but that's that's generational. I mean, Brian yeah, Kelly generational was
2: 57, too. 58 years old. Like, I wouldn't right. want to hurt him. He's Marcus a little and he's a it's also a little guy, right? You know what I mean? Like it's you know, where Freeman's kind of like he's as big as you are, you know what I mean? Like right. Um, yeah, I mean it's it, and he's but, in his
1: thirties. He's like he's right. not only is he in great shape, but he's in his thirties. I mean,
2: there's 30s. guys still playing. His still linebackers in the NFL playing at his age, right? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah, I get it. But but I think the point behind it, I'm with you on, I is like there there's there is a. I mean, it's it's easier for him to when when the when the team is prepared correctly, it's easier for this team to get up and play emotionally than the other team, which is yeah. partly why when they did show up this year, they were so much more dominant. Than they've sure. been in a long time like, like vince the game against i'm trying to i'm trying to think of this right now the game against duke was the only win they had all year where they scored uh less than 40 points in a game that's it they scored 42 56 45 41 48 58 45 56 and 40 in their other nine wins their closest win outside of the duke game was 20 was what 28 points against USC no 24 against uh, 21 against NC State so of their other night like the duke game was 7 the rest of their wins were by 39 53 21 24 28 51 38 33 and 32 they didn't just win game. like what was one of the biggest knocks against you got to beat the teams you're not you're supposed to beat Right. More because that's what Kelly. They didn't just beat the teams they were supposed to beat this year. They annihilated them. Annihilated them. And that's like, and if you go back to last year, the BC game, it's 44 to nothing. Right? I mean, so this team went out and and when when he gets them ready, there's just there was a there was two games this year really where they just weren't ready to play. And that's Louisville and Clemson. They were ready to play against Ohio State. They just didn't execute in the in the money moments. That that on either side of the ball. That that's the difference. But they played hard against Ohio State. That was a sure. great football game until the end. And you know, a couple plays here and there where you know, like I said, you're the quarterback. You fourth and one, you sacrifice your body to get the first down. I, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll I'll never change my opinion on that. Outside of a couple things like that, those kids played their butts off in that game. They just didn't execute. That happens. It happens, just like Ohio State didn't execute against Michigan. But, I mean, when they came out this year, Vince, and and, and again, a lot of these games were not – they blew a team away late. Uh, you know, like it was, what, 28 nothing at halftime at Navy. Th- Tennessee State was like 35-3 to at halftime. Right. NC State was a 10-point game at halftime. Central Michigan was, what, 17, something like that. Uh, USC game was 24-6 at halftime. Pitt was – was a 20 what was the pit game at halftime? I mean it was a three score game. I mean let me look this up. It was 17 to nothing at halftime of the pit game. Uh let's see here. Let's go down the rest. I mean so the point being Vince these were not these were not competitive football games that they were playing in for the most part. Wake Forest was 17 to 7 at halftime, 10 point lead at halftime. It was 28 to 16 against Stanford at halftime. I mean, they, they had double digit leads at halftime of all these games. It wasn't just, and, and they actually had a 10 0 lead against Duke at halftime and blew it in the second half. I mean, so like it wasn't like it was a close game for four quarters and then they pulled away late. Like they annihilated people this year. And if you can just get those fix those couple games and they'll finish against Ohio State and be ready to those other two, man. I'm excited about next year. I really am.
1: No, how could you not be? How could you not man, be? I...
2: Joe Poppity. What's up, Joe? Taking a break from
1: baseball practice. I like it. Thanks for the super chat. Hey, fellas. Great show. Happy New Year. Still enjoying this win. Can't wait for next season. I think this team is ready to start a roll.
2: Go. I agree. I agree, man. Just like we was talking about Joe, man. I, I'm, I can't wait for this team. This is going to be a fun off. And that's why I'm really happy about how the game ended. Because right. I am excited about next year's team. Right, and I'm glad the game and the season ended in a way that's going to allow people to feel it's okay to be excited about next year,
1: and you can enjoy this win for a while too. You can, you can, you can kind of
2: bask in it,
1: bask in the win, and the 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 let it marinate a little bit,
2: baby. Let it marinate. All right, let it marinate. (laughs) Biggest blowout win in Notre Dame history. Yeah, history.
1: Enjoy it. It's okay.
2: Doesn't mean everything was perfect. No, things
1: got to get better. But show me a perfect football game. And I will show yeah. you how you're wrong. Well, even if perfect,
2: I mean, I can show you perfect seasons from a winning and lossing standpoint, sure. right? But like, it's okay. It, we don't have to do this, throw the baby out with the bathwater thing. We can say, look, this got to get better. That's got to get better. That's got to get better. And right. still say they <laughs> took a step this year. And the way sure. they finished means the step was bigger than I would have told you it was a month ago. That's the exciting thing about 100%. it. 100%. Andy Milton fan, thanks for the super
1: chat. Notre Dame's 23 schedule was the hardest since when?
2: 2017 easily. It was 20, 2017 was harder by far. They played eight ranked teams that year and, and like 10 plus win teams that year. Uh, they played the national runners up. Georgia was better than Ohio state this year. Georgia that year was better than Ohio state this year. Um, you know, so yeah, it was, that was a much tougher schedule, but uh, this, this season, well, last year's schedule was similar to this one. I would say this one's harder, but last year had, they had an underratedly tough schedule. So partly because people still don't respect how good Marshall was last year, but, um, yeah, but this is still (laughs) a tougher schedule than last year's in my opinion, still a tougher schedule than last year's. So, but yeah, it was, and, and yeah, it was
1: Trevor Rocket.
2: Thank you very much for the Super
1: Chat. Happy New Year, Eve, lads. Glad to see the boys go out and dominate at times and get win number 10. Yes, Brian sir. and Vince, thank you for everything. God bless you guys and all the boys at IB, Lindsey tough.
2: Appreciate you, Trevor. Hope you guys are doing very well. Have a happy New Year. Happy. I don't know how you guys celebrate it up in Canada, but however it is, my friend, <laughs> enjoy it. I know I'll be sitting at home chilling. It's a night. I'm not a New Year's Eve go out and party. No. Guy. I'm just I'm chill, relax.
1: We're going to go out and get some dinner, but only yeah. because every one of my children is gone. That's nice. So we're going to take advantage. It has nothing yeah. to do with it being New Year's Eve, but like they're gone. Yeah. But so you guys right?
2: are going out like early. You guys are going like in an hour.
1: Like in an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. We're not yeah. going out with the crazy. Y'all are
2: people. like doing old people dinner. Yes,
1: we right? are. Yeah, yes, we nothing are. wrong with
2: that. I'm making fettuccine Alfredo tonight at home, Ooh, so I'm excited great. about that. Yeah, man. We're hitting Very up the old
1: stomping that. ground for me, Bonefish Grill.
2: There you go. Hey, I told you I thought it was closed down. It was the building before. Was something new? Oh, I was, I was gotcha. looking at the wrong building. By gotcha, the way. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Hey, swing by. I have a gift card for for uh, Bonefish Grill. Swing by. I may you may have leave. to do
1: that. Yeah. Charlie Weiss's last belt loop. Thanks, Charlie, for another super chat. I know the season just ended, but is Freeman turning the perception of Notre Dame around? In your opinion, back-to-back bowl wins, better recruiting. What needs to be done to get to that next level? Develop.
2: Well, I mean, the, the perception is changing to a degree. That's partly why they're recruiting so well. Sure, is because the perception is changing. Uh, is it completely changed? No, because you still got to win the big games. Right. right. That's, that's 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 that that's the next step. Is to beat Ohio State. Don't just almost beat Ohio State. Beat Georgia. Don't almost beat Georgia, which they've done right. twice now. Right. 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 You know, and um, you know, it, it's it's win those more of those games. Yeah, you beat Clemson. That's great, but now they've got you. Right. They got the most recent yeah. one. It's it's win those big games and it part of its development, uh, part of its developing the culture. I think that's the one sure. biggest unknown with Coach Remus. Can he develop the culture needed to go through an entire season unscathed and then win? Because f- look, here's the deal. Notre has got to win four games to win a title. Right. They they got to win the first round game quarter. Somebody's in the title game. Yeah. Right, so it's going to take a lot more than just that. Because, like, the way you could kind of get two favorable matchups and win a championship now. Sure, sure. Right, unless you're just better than everybody else. Now it's four, and and you're going to have to beat somebody that that you don't match up great against. Sure, and it's a lot and, of travel too. Right. I mean,
1: you might host the first round, but then you're going to have to travel to like three different bowl right. games, and it's
2: it's going to be a right. whole
1: thing. It, it, there's right. going to be a lot. Now it's not that way for everybody, to- deal, but yeah, right, right,
2: but. Right. For Notre Dame, none of those games yep. are going to be in Indianapolis or Detroit. They're going to be south yeah. or west or yeah. southwest. And so there's a culture that that is needed still to be enhanced in a way where this team can overcome sure. those things and be more consistent energy-wise, emotional-wise, focus-wise, that can dig deep a little bit more than they did against Ohio State, Louisville, or Clemson, or Stanford, or USC last year, Stanford last year, Marshall last year, Ohio State last year. Right, and then of course continue to build up the talent. It's getting there, but it's not quite there everywhere yet. And we'll talk about that as we dive into as when we get in the off season. Just we'll go position by position over there in the next couple of weeks where they are and where they need to get to and all that stuff. But they're 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 there talent wise at more positions than they've been since Lou Holtz was the head coach. That that I will I'm confident saying, especially with the incoming yeah you know CJ Carr coming in and Riley Leonard coming in a quarter. I mean you you lose Sam Hartman. And you replace him with Riley Leonard and CJ Carr, right? Like, yeah, your quarterback yeah. room is better. Yeah, your running yeah. back room—you lose Audric, and you might lose Devin Ford, but you're going to replace him with Keedron and Aeneas, right? Like, you, you lose Jay, Rico Flores, you lose Tobias, you lose Tyree; those are losses. You replace them with Cam Williams, Chris Mitchell, Bo Collins, uh, Micah Gilbert, and Logan Saldate. Going to be fine,
1: yeah. Exactly. You know what
2: I mean? And that's Indeed. that's the exciting thing. About it is yeah you're losing Alt and Fisher and Zeke Carell but you're you're gonna insert Jagasaw into the lineup and Tosh Baker you welcome Gerby Lambert or Gerby Lambert and Styles Prescott and Peter Jones and Anthony ne- I mean that's the exciting part you know and um, I mean it wasn't that long ago where when Notre Dame would lose a starting corner you'd almost like kind of get a little bit like well next year's gonna suck because yeah. they lost a good corner yeah and now it's just like reload the VP of the cam heart is, is I got to tell him, Hey man, I don't know about better, but you know, still pretty good. But, th- but the point is, is it's, you're not pulling that out of your, you know what Vince, Correct. there's reason to have that belief, right? Because how good Christian gray can be. And it's exciting place to be, man. It really is. But it's just development's part of it. The culture's part of it. Making sure your coaching staff is, is where it needs to be. And, and he took a big step towards that this offseason by getting Mike Dembrock. No
1: doubt. No doubt. I, I think he made it. A- in the coaching world, I feel like he made a splash in that yeah. regard. Like, and not just
2: because it's Mike Denbrock, but what they're willing to pay. Exactly. That's what I'm Mike saying.
1: Denbrock. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. And, and the manner in which they went out and did it, they identified their guy, they went after him, and they made it happen. Like that, that means something. That means something. So we'll see. Agree, buddy.
2: Last couple, Vince. And All right. Caesar. Wrap they- up our final 2023 I show. Know.
1: Cesar, thanks for the super chat. Really appreciate you. Greetings from the LA area. Wish you, Brian, Vince, and everyone a wonderful 2024. IB is awesome.
2: So are you, my man. Cesar's been around for a while, so we appreciate you very, very much, man. Appreciate Appreciate you you very much. And then this is Vince's guy, just Uh, your ordinary Joe. Yes, he goes. I know this is a great way to end end it. Great way to end it.
1: Thanks for the super chat, Joe. Appreciate it very much. I know this isn't a mailbag, but had to send this. Any IB host who ever finds himself in my neck of the Floridian woods is hereby entitled to claim his dinner on me as well. I owe you guys my sanity. I am deeply, deeply grateful. I'm going to be in Florida in a couple of weeks, Joe, but yes, I don't pro- I, I don't know if I'm going to be in your neck of the woods. So yeah, connect with them. We'll and,
2: see, uh, Joe, shoot, shoot Vince a DM or an email or something. And you yeah, guys can
1: see. I'm going to be in like the, yeah. the
2: panhandle area. So. But Joe, I love Joe, man. Remember the game he showed up to the tailgate? Oh, yeah. he got an IB shirt on, and he pulls his IB shirt up. He's got <laughs> another, another <laughs> IB shirt on. That's my man right there, baby. Oh, it's fantastic. How could I forget? Yeah. How could I forget? Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah.
1: That was awesome.
2: Well, Joe, we appreciate you, buddy, very, 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 very much. And uh, we're going to wrap this show up with just a huge thank you. Yes. Um, you know, just just Vince and I are going to have some business conversations, and I'm going to share some things with him that just shows – how much we love y'all and how supportive you all have been to what we're doing at Irish Breakdown. Um, I, I just, I can't, I can't say enough how in, in this, the get together on, on, on Thursday showed that is, this just isn't a, a, a collection of Notre Dame fans. This is a community yeah. of Notre Dame fans because we care about each other. We pray for each other. I can't tell you how many times I've had people, who, when they see me struggling, hey man, I saw you were you know tired today. Make sure you're getting rest. Make sure you take care of yourself. We love you, you know, and just those type of things mean the absolute world to me. More than hey, I, you know football, great, thank you. I've been blessed, <laughs> but just the people care about you in a way beyond just that. And and um, I hope you guys know how much you mean to me, and I truly mean that. It's just this, this. IB nation community has gone so beyond what I thought it was going to be. And, um, I'm, I'm so honored to have you all as part of that, because otherwise it's just two dudes talking to themselves (laughs) and that's all that it is. And, and you all make it, make it that way. And I can't wait for 2024. I really can't. And, um, and of course I have my guy beside me, you know, and I, I appreciate you so much buddy and this whole team, But uh, I I can't wait for this year. But you all have made it. This is this was a rough year for me in a lot of ways, uh, you know, personally and just my health and some different things going on and having all of you and the thoughts and the prayers and concern. uh, It it helps me get through it and it it got me through it. And I just want to thank you all very, very much for that. And uh, you are truly a blessing. That's not just a end of the new year's feeling emotional. It is Vince will tell you. From the bottom of my heart, I just want to thank you all so incredibly, so incredibly much um, from myself and this whole team, because you are an amazing group of people. And it's not just it's not just football. It is a brotherhood, you know, and I mean that in a bigger sense, you know, because we have we have ladies in our chat and I just sure I can't I can't tell you how much I I, I, you all mean to me. You really, really, really do. And I know I don't always show it enough and I and all those type of things. But but even when I'm frustrated or upset about something please know it's just i'm an emotional guy but i so 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 thankful for all of you i really am and i hope that you all stick with us for another amazing year yeah at irish breakdown
1: it's gonna be a great one this is this is like a second family i'm not gonna go down the road too far but everybody knows that i lost my dad this year and being on the show and being around obviously my actual like human family but then my ib family is like it was uplifting it really was it was so helpful and i'm not just saying that like it was um a lot of the texts that i got or the dms or or all of that was just it was unbelievable um and that's because of the of the great you know family that we've built here and 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 that's all you guys you know and um i never would have thought that that was possible as we were not like this, this, up. this not like this not no like way. this
2: like we we knew the content was going to be good and sure. we had supporters and all that i mean just you know subscribers and you know people that listen but it's it's just gone it's gone so beyond that and it truly yep. is a, a community a family and um it, it is awesome it's yep. awesome yep so. really appreciate it everybody so Thanks everybody for hanging in there with us all year,
1: and uh, we're going to be back and better than ever next year. And uh, 24 is going to be one heck of a year, not only for all of us and IB and Notre Dame. It's just going to it's going to be awesome, man. I, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm super excited about it and uh, ready to jump in with both feet with with the IB family and and everybody. So make sure you stick with us, everybody. Hit that like button, the subscribe button, all of those fun things, and and we'll keep you up to date. We will keep you up to date and uh, make sure you hit the boards, boards boards.irishbreakdown.com and then irishbreakdown.com as well with all the articles and all the fun stuff over there too. So guys, this is just the beginning. We're, we're going at it. We're going to keep giving you our best and uh, just keep listening. We really appreciate you guys all being here. So for Brian, I'm Vince. Happy new year to everybody out there. And we'll see you next time in 2024.
2: Happy new year. Go Irish.